You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is officially Advent. Mm-hmm. We're a day into Advent. Yes. So does that mean we can talk about Christmas stuff now? I mean, there's lots of Christmas stuff happening, so right. yes. <laughs> and we are going to talk about one of those really, really great Christmas events coming up in the in the near future, very near future, right here at one of our partner churches here in the St. Louis area. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us today, Cantor Matthew Gerhardt from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in De Pere, Missouri, our KFUO Church of the Week. Mm-hmm. Cantor, welcome back to the Coffee Hour. Thank you so much. We often chat with you about some like really uh, great church music or a history of church music or a history of traditions in church music. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. But you have a great event coming up here at St. Paul's Lessons and Carols, the service of Lessons and Carols. I want to talk about that. But before we even get into Lessons and Carols, what is the place of music in your congregation at St. Paul's? Music is very important to the congregation of St. Paul's. It's about the proclamation of the gospel, truthfully, and it's about worship and proclaiming that word and uh, inviting the congregation into that and, and, as it were, putting words in their mouths, these important (laughs) words about Jesus and what he does for us. And the congregation really values that ministry at St. Paul's. So the exciting thing coming up is a Lessons and Carols service, if I understand correctly. Do, Do you know... What, how Lessons and Carols began, what the, what the origin story is of Lessons and Carols? Sure, very briefly and off the top of my head. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it began at Truro Cathedral, I believe, in the UK. The, the bishop or the dean was looking for a service to, to tell the, the story, the narrative of salvation in, in a kind of different way that featured music and readings and a little bit different way, it's sort of a new way. It was new at the time and now it's, it's been adopted by many places. Of course, the most famous is King's College and their mm-hmm. Christmas Eve broadcast that many of us, I'm sure, listen to each year and, and look forward to. But it's sort of spread around the world because it's such a, a fabulous way to tell the narrative from the fall all the way to the incarnation, what that means for us and gives the congregation and choirs and other groups of instrumentalists to respond to those texts in different ways each year. Mm-hmm. So it's music, reading, or lesson in music, or do I have that backwards? Reading, lessons, then carols, right? <laughs> Generally, I've planned it anyway as a lesson and then a carol sort of reflecting or responding to that Mm -hmm, reading. mm -hmm. How has this become a tradition at St. Paul's? Well, it's been a tradition for quite some time, as I understand. The name is new for us. I believe it used to be called a service of sacred music for the time of Christmas Hmm. or maybe the time of Advent and Christmas, which might be the subtitle for Lessons and Carols. Now, I shortened it so it rolls off the tongue a little bit easier. but. (laughs) But I do know that my predecessor, certainly Mark Bender, I believe instituted a service very similar to this with a lesson and then a carol or another musical response as a way to invite both St. Paul's congregation and the community into into hear this wonderful message for us. So it's been going on for more than 30 years, certainly at this point. Wow. All right, then. So what actually happens at a lessons and carol service? Obviously, there's readings and there's music. But how does that work? Sure. We we have planned this so that we have an orchestra, which is a, mm-hmm. a, a fabulous little a touch that St. Paul's is able to do that we really enjoy. So there's an orchestra, an organ to help lead the singing and to accompany the choir. But there are some congregational hymns, there are some choral pieces, there are all sorts of things that 
help invite us all in, in in different ways. And I think that the congregational hymn singing is really important, especially to our congregations. So that's an important part. And of course, there are, there's candlelight at the end. And we sing Silent Night to mm-hmm. end the service, which I think is a pretty special thing for for many people. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the volunteers that that make up the the musicians, the artists, for, that the choirs, the the instrumentalists. Yeah, our choir is what I call an intergenerational choir. So there's the adults, which we we sort of expect the the normal four voices, as it were, mm-hmm. uh, the volunteers from the parish who are very dedicated and in this proclamations ministry at St. Paul's. But I also have the privilege to direct the fifth through eighth graders of our school, and so they sing with the adults, mostly the soprano line, although some of them have changed voices and joined the basses in the back. But it's it's really wonderful to invite the children to participate in that way too and add their their wonderful voices and it gives a, a different life and energy, I think, to the the sound of the choir. So that that's our that's our choral program and the instrumentalists. A few are members and a few are guests that we invite from around the area, the sort of regulars at St. Paul's that love to be there with us and to worship with us. Well, that's beautiful that that so many volunteers can come together to contribute and make this music together for lessons and carols. Shall we dig into some of the pieces that you've selected for this year? Absolutely. All right. How will we begin lessons and carols this year? This year, we're going to begin lessons and carols with our hymn of the month, which is Let All Together Praise Our God, Ellis Lutheran Service Book 389. St. Paul's has a long tradition of the hymn of the month, which is both for the school and the congregation. It kind of ties us together that the children learn and sing this and memorize this hymn in their school day. And then we sing it at church each week for the month, in this case, the season of Advent and Christmas. Uh, But that's how we're going to start the service and actually end the service, too. Um, We're beginning with the first five stanzas of Let All Together Praise Our God, which sort of encapsulates this narrative in an interesting way. And then at the very end, the choir, after we sing Silent Night with Candles, the Mm -hmm. choir will sing a a box setting of the last two stanzas. I was looking for a way that made sense to end the service this year, and that just seemed to fit so well. He is the key and he the door to blessed paradise. Mm -hmm. So it's really, and then the doxological stanza that follows. And it's really, those are really beautiful bookends. But it also is a really nice congregation to a nice tie to our regular worship life and our school life, too. Mm-hmm. So we start with Hymn of the Month. What happens after that? Is that when the readings start? And then the readings start. Yes, there's a there's a, a bidding prayer at the beginning, and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. we move into the reading, starting with Genesis in the fall and, and things like that. And, and one of the first uh, choral pieces that we'll sing is Jesus Christ the Apple Tree by Elizabeth mm-hmm. Post, and a really fabulous. It sounds so simple, and it's such a simple-ish melody. <laughs> Except that it's not. Simple-ish. <laughs> <laughs> but this wonderful text, and it points us to the refreshment that's found in Jesus and word and sacrament and and all of these beautiful images for Jesus Christ, the apple tree. And it also takes us to the, the tree of life in the garden and all of those images kind of combined together. And it's an anonymous poet, of all things, who wrote this wonderful text. And hmm. Elizabeth Post and setting is well-known, but really a wonderful proclamation of, of these words. We have a recording of that in our music library here oh. that I love when it comes up in, during my shifts and I like to <laughs> share that piece. All right. So from there, where do we go? And then we head into more of, of the narrative. The next 
The next choral piece is Tomorrow Shall Be My Dancing Day, another Ooh. old English carol. Yeah. In the very popular setting by John Gardner. This is the fifth through eighth graders. This is one of their favorites. They love the rhythms. It's mm-hmm. kind of dancey and jaunty, mm-hmm. although mm-hmm. the dance seems to have a few missing steps with the meter, but it, it's, <laughs> it's kind of fun that way. But this, you know, we're invited into the dance, and it's the dance is Jesus' life, and we're invited into that. And. This this particular setting uses the first four verses. I believe that there are nine verses in the carol altogether, but the first four go from Jesus' birth to his baptism, actually, and that's a really wonderful tie-in also. Mm-hmm. It's a great exchange for us. Mm-hmm. All right, what happens after after we get to dance a little? <laughs> after we dance a little, we kind of dance a little bit more, but <laughs> what service of lessons and carols would be complete without something from the Messiah oh, by George Frederick Handel? <laughs> And so we have, and the glory of the Lord. It fits with the Isaiah reading that precedes it, and I think many people know and love that. But mm. in one of the traditions at St. Paul's that my predecessor, Mark Bender, also started was making sure that the children sing something from the Messiah during their time in choir. Mm. I think that that's a wonderful thing to hold the book in their hands and to know that this has been sung continuously since it was written, but also that it, it fits with the season and, and what we're proclaiming. And that's no simple piece to sing. Mm. How do you just give <laughs> us a few insights into to teaching children, youth to to sing Handel's Messiah? Oh, it's easy for them. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you teach it the right way. <laughs> okay, so what are your secrets? <laughs> Would that I could distill that that easily. No, it's it's about breaking it down into the into it's like working with adults actually. It's about breaking it down into the chunks that they can understand and handle. So mm-hmm. do you start with the rhythm? Do you start with the melody? Do you start with the words? How and it for me it depends on each piece. In this case, I like to point out the different melodies that are similar or mm almost the same and making sure that you know the difference between those. I usually start with rhythm because that's pretty easy to pick up for them once they've been through music class and reading that. And so here, let's do the rhythm. Let's learn the melody. Let's put the words to that. So there's there's a step-by-step process. And it, like I say, it's very similar to working with adults, but at sort of a different level, it's just a different way of working around to that. Yeah, the kids actually pay attention to you <laughs> as opposed to the adults, right? <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I've been in choir as a kid and as an adult. Mm. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. I I really enjoy Handel's Messiah, and I love that you have included this piece and the glory. We're going to continue learning more about some of the music that's at Lessons and Carols at at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in De Pere in just a moment. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others, to live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world, to live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live uncommon. Dun, dun, dun. 
Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We are talking with Cantor Matthew Gerhardt of St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in De Pere, Missouri, about the lessons and carols coming up December 9th and 10th. And we'll get to some more of the details about the, the event when you can come join in Lessons and Carols at St. Paul's in, in De Pere. I, I want to continue talking about some of the pieces. So we left off with And the Glory from Handel's Messiah. Where do we go from there? From there we go into a really <laughs> lovely setting of Lohauer Roser blooming. Mm. Most people are familiar with the setting that is in Lutheran service book, the, mm-hmm. the Michael Pretorius setting. This is not that setting. Oh, oh. <laughs> Andy is sad now. <laughs> this is actually a setting by Bruce Neswick, who is one of my professors and is one of my mentors still. He's a oh. church musician for a long time. It's Its simplicity is actually very similar to the Pretorius setting, the way it, it sets the text, but it's a little bit new and, and fresh take on on the words, and it, it's a modern setting, so the harmony, harmonies are a little bit more modern, but it's still really quite lovely and a nice meditation on on that text. Andy is sad. But that's no, okay. I, I'm open to hearing <laughs> new melodies, new tunes. I'm open to that. And speaking of which, we will have links for I think all of these pieces in the show notes for today. Mm -hmm. Several of them in the show notes. So I know we can't we can't play all of them right now, but you can listen to them if this is piquing your interest. You can listen to all them in the show notes. And the next one is one of my favorites. What is the next one? Now we finally get to some congregational hymns. This year the congregation waits for a while before singing. But we get to the the lesson as the Annunciation, and so what should we sing? But the Angel Gabriel from uh, Lutheran Service Book 356, just a wonderful hymn and another one of the kids' favorites, actually. They Mm. love to sing that one. I think it's the the rhythm and the melody and all of that together really is a wonderful pairing with that text. Mm -hmm. I think it's the only Basque hymn we have in our hymnal, too, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. Yeah. Okay, now you have to elaborate. It's just it, the text and the tune are from the Basque region of, is that Spain? Yes. Is that my geography? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Europe. I know that. <laughs> yes, it's Spain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so after the angel Gabriel. And then we get to another, we move a little bit further in Europe to Poland, actually, Infant mm-hmm. Holy, Infant Lowly, another yeah. hymn. This is actually one of my mother's favorites, which is one oh. of the reasons it, it features prominently in some of my planning. But it's just another wonderful <laughs> tune and another another region of the world that we don't sing a lot of music from. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. And what what about after that? And then after that, we move to a piece by Carl Schock, where yes. shepherds lately knelt. A, a wonderful favorite among Lutherans, a mm-hmm. wonderful text by Jaroslav Vida. Mm-hmm. They they paired many texts and tunes together, and they're well-loved by my choir, I know, and I'm sure choirs, especially <laughs> in the St. Louis area. Mm-hmm. Carl Schock, of course, very well-known Lutheran educator, taught at Concordia Chicago, then River Forest, and was a teacher of many of my mentors also, and so a lot of profound impact on Lutheran music, especially Lutheran church music. Mm-hmm. And so it's wonderful to be able to include one of his pieces. Again, just a, a lovely melody, and I think this is probably among his most beloved pieces yes. by choirs. Mm-hmm. I love this one. It is amazing. <laughs> I think it might be one of the only hymns that we talk about Isaiah, too. There's only a few. There are only a few. Only a few. Isaiah's there in this hymn. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> All right. What happens after where shepherds lately knelt? 
Then we get a visit by the wise men and sing yes. As With Gladness, Men of Old. Another great one. Yes, another, <laughs> another great hymn. Also moving a little bit maybe back to England in this program, I'm realizing. Um, <laughs> And I think we'll we'll throw a Wilcox setting in there too, yes. just, just for good measure. You have to have a Wilcox in there. <laughs> <laughs> and that takes us to Epiphany, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of covering the whole season here. Yes. And the final reading in Lessons and Carols is from John 1, the, the wrapping up, tying together the incarnation. Mm-hmm. And after that, St. Paul has this tradition of presenting a little bit larger piece as a meditation on that. <gasps> And this year, it's the the Rayfon Williams Fantasia on Christmas Carols. Yes. Um, it combines three carols. This is the truth from above. Come all you worthy gentlemen in the Sussex Carol on Christmas night, all Christians sing. Mm-hmm. A really wonderful pairing of all or meshing together of all of these pieces. Uh, again, it's it's almost like lessons and carols in miniature, telling the the whole narrative of salvation from from the fall to both now and evermore, amen, is how mm-hmm. we end with the choir very quietly. A wonderful piece, lots of fun to sing, many, many catchy melodies, many familiar melodies. There are some other melodies that the orchestra presents that the choir doesn't even sing, which is fun to listen for. And you get a baritone solo on top of all of that. So mm-hmm. really quite wonderful. Mm. Mm. Vaughn Williams is the best. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> and then... After this, we have more congregational singing. Is that right? Then we move into what what we call the caroling. So, oh. Oh, come all ye faithful, mm-hmm. must have that, must have the Wilcox Descant, of yes. course, with that. And then Silent Night by Candlelight. Um, in, with orchestra and all of the trimmings, the lights are dimmed. It's really a very special moment. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I love lessons and carols. It's just the best. All of the all of the great music, and you've picked some. I mean, I wouldn't expect anything less, but you've picked some really great music. That is, this is going to be a really wonderful event. Well, thank you. We are looking forward to it. Absolutely, and we can't leave out the organ prelude and postlude too. What are you doing for those? Well, I am not playing actually, oh. but the the organist will be playing settings of by Johann Sebastian Bach of Nun kommt der Heiden Heiland, the great Advent hymns, so tying all of that together. I've asked to end with a quieter version of that, which is maybe surprising, but when you consider <laughs> the service and the meditation, it makes more sense to work that way. But those will be a fabulous way to begin and end the service, so you might want to show up a little bit early to either service also. Uh-huh. And you will not be playing organ because you will be very busy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will be in choir warm-up at that time. Uh-huh. I would like to say that we will be the choir will be downstairs early, but that's probably not how I work. <laughs> <laughs> they would agree with that. <laughs> so what, how often do you get to conduct choir and an orchestra all at the same time? At St. Paul's, we're fortunate to do that many times a year, uh, many times on feast days or other events like that. Big big days in the church here, we generally do have an orchestra and choir, which is a fabulous, it's fabulous the congregation supports that and we are able to do that. Is it as fun as it looks? No, it's more fun. <laughs> <laughs> right answer. <laughs> All right, so... You have shared with us a a wonderful list of beautiful music that will be shared at Lessons and Carols, obviously readings from God's Word as well. Uh, Looking at this list, as Sarah pointed out, these are some excellent pieces and probably took a lot of time, a lot of hours (laughs) to put all this together. When do you start planning for Lessons and Carols? Just curious. 
That is an excellent question, putting me right on the spot. <laughs> I think I was relatively late this year, maybe end of October. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. In, in my mind, I've been thinking about this for a long time, but yeah. to actually putting pen to paper was a little bit later. That was one of the things I, I learned when I was talking to an English choir director because we think about all these wonderful carol programs they have in, in the U.K. And she said, well, actually, we just kind of planned those the week before because we kind of know what carols we're going to do anyway. So <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I assumed that that was months' worth of planning. But, but they – because they have their repertoire. So I – not that I was using that as my inspiration, but <laughs> that is how it works sometimes. I mean, when you live in choral music all the time, it's not like not like you got to go digging through vaults to figure out what you're going to do. So Right. And I tried to intersperse some old favorites that I knew the choir would know with mm-hmm. some new gems that we are learning for the first time and sort of tying that all together in a way that makes sense for us, too, as a, as a group and as a congregation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have some... This might be a super unfair question, so if you don't want to answer, that's fine. But do you have some favorites for Lessons in Carols? I know that's a huge amount of music, but but sometimes you, you have a couple that are just like, these are the kind of the cream of the crop. As another choir director once told me, my favorite piece is the one we're doing right now. <laughs> that's fair. That's a fair answer. <laughs> How do we attend this awesome event? So St. Paul's is located at 12345 Manchester Road, which is um, uh, at the corner of Ballas and Manchester Roads across from the West County Shopping Center. Uh, the services are on Saturday, this Saturday, December 9th at 5 p.m. with the prelude beforehand, and this Sunday, December 10th at 4 p.m. with the prelude beforehand. Saturday at 5, Sunday at 4, prelude before, get there Early? Early. I'm assuming? I Probably. Traffic can be a little bit congested around the West County Center in oh, these days of December. That's a good point. Yes. That Everyone's is something shopping. to be aware of. Yeah. And there is a parking lot and further parking beyond the school also, so don't worry about that. Leave it's, five minutes to walk in from your car, though. Probably so, <laughs> yes. Not a yes. bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, it might take a little bit just getting down Manchester... Yes, and through that intersection. <laughs> but the good news is there is a, a cookie reception afterwards. Oh. So there are other things to look forward to also. <laughs> Always cookies. <laughs> Anything else we need to know in order to attend Lessons and Carols at St. Paul's de Pere this weekend? I don't think so. The website? Oh, the website. Yes, of course. So it, more information, and if you need uh, to double-check the dates and times, it's org slash music, Pair. Looks like Des Perez, the most difficult city name to spell in St. Louis. <laughs> Maybe not quite, but close. stpauldepair.org. All right. Very good. We'll put it in the show notes. We'll put so it you in don't it. have yes. to type it out. So you can click on the link there, as well as several of the selections. Mm-hmm. Get a little preview before coming to Lessons and Carols. Uh, lastly, St. Paul's just is, it has always been a wonderful friend of KFUO, supporting KFUO, partnering with us. And uh, we're so thankful for that. Why is it important to you and to St. Paul's to, to share in this ministry with us? Well, the proclamation of the gospel is important to us and all of the many means and methods that are available at our hands. But radio is one of the important ones, and we're, we're pleased to support that and to be able to be nearby enough to come in for an interview and do all of those sorts of fun things to, to help spread that gospel in the St. Louis area and beyond. 
Our guest today, Cantor Matthew Gerhardt of St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in De Pere, Missouri, our KFUO Church of the Week. Check out Lessons and Carols coming up this weekend at St. Paul's De Pere. You can find more information in the show notes today on our website, kfuo.org. Cantor Gerhardt, thank you so much for being our guest on The Coffee Hour. Thank you. Real pleasure. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.